Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Leo Laporte here, the tech guy. Oh, my. Oh, my. Time to talk computers and the Internet and home theater and digital photography, smartphones, smartwatches. We're here. I'm here. We're all here. We're here to help you get the most out of your technology, anything with a chip in it. Computer, the Internet, home theater, digital photography, all that stuff. 8888-ASK-LEO. That's the phone number. 888-827-827. Five five three six. That's toll free from anywhere in the U.S. or Canada outside that area. You can uh, you can still call me. You just have to use Skype or something like that. Eight 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 two seven five five three six. As you're listening, I know you're driving around, you're doing your chores and getting things done. Don't worry, you don't have to uh, make notes. <laughs> First of all, there will be no quiz. <laughs> but secondly, even if you hear something, you oh, I want to remember that. You don't have to make notes because we do it for you. I hired this guy, great guy, James DeRuvo. Hi, James. He's writing it all down right now. He's putting it on the website, techguylabs.com. So I'm the tech guy, and the place that uh, I, my laboratory is online at techguylabs.com. And uh, it's free. There's no sign-up or anything. You just go there. There's a search. But you can also go to the individual shows. This is episode 1,455, so each page of the of the website is devoted to a show each show is then divided into hour each hour divided into calls and segments and it's all there in other words in fact one of the things i want to have james put there right away is a really great article from a guy named brian krebs who's a fantastic security guy he used to work at the washington post and went out on his own uh and has a blog called krebs on security which for i think you know a lot of people is probably more you know technical than they need it to be because uh, he, I mean, it's you know, security is a technical subject. Unfortunately, in this day and age, we all kind of have to be security experts. That's what's happened, isn't it? I mean, we, uh, what, <laughs> the early days of computing, you know, you had a PC and maybe you had a dial-up modem, and that was about it, and you connected the internet over your phone line. Now you have what you know, a, an off. You used to have to have an office to have. You know, you have a high-speed internet with a router <laughs> going into your home dividing internet access up into a not only just computers you know laptops and desktops but now phones and a bunch of devices i have almost 60 devices connected to the internet in my house amazon echoes ovens robotic vacuum cleaners doorbells cameras everything those are those those things are called the internet of things devices those are things that are connected to the internet. Not they're really. I mean, really, what this is is the revolution we all knew would happen, which is that computing would go from being just in the centralized big 
this is the history of computing. Hunk of a th- started in a room, right? It was the size of a room. You couldn't have access to it unless you had special permissions and they had a priesthood that was running. And then it got smaller. And then you got, whoa, this was a big deal in the late 70s, early 80s, a personal computer on your desktop. Then you started carrying one around in your briefcase. Then you started carrying, we all started carrying one around in our pockets. And now these processors are so inexpensive, they're in everything. They're all over the place. That's a, you know, it's basically a good thing. The issue, though, is that they're connected to the Internet. And some of them are more secure than others. Which brings me back to Brian Krebs. He's written on his blog, Krebs on Security. He posted this uh, a couple of days ago. Basic rules for securing your IoT stuff. Now, this is a, a, a less technical story from him. One that everybody should read. Of course, he says at the end, I realize the people who probably need to be reading these tips the most likely won't ever know they need to care enough to act on them. In other words, civilians, normies, <laughs> normal people, not geeks, are obliviously just installing all this stuff and saying, yeah, well, look at that. It just goes right on the Internet, and then I can control it with my phone. I I just the uh, this weekend put in a, a, a thing from... Uh, uh, beauty rest that goes under my mattress and monitors my sleep and my wife's sleep and our heart rate and our respiration and then connects to the internet. <laughs> and we're putting more and more of those things on. You know, I have uh, how many devices with cameras do you have in your house? Of course, there's a computer, the laptop. If you have some of these Amazon Echoes have cameras. Your TV may have a camera. More and more. And microphones. Those are all Internet of Things devices, and we we can't really install them obliviously. Is that a word? Obliviously? (laughs) It's a good word if it is. (laughs) You know, we can't just put them in there blithely and say, whoa, look at all the cool stuff. I've got a robotic vacuum cleaner without really kind of thinking about security. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to be a security expert. You didn't sign up for this, but you kind of have to. So, number one uh, in Brian Krebs' rules, avoid connecting your devices directly to the Internet. Now, that's probably one that everybody's doing anyway. You're going through a router because nobody, you know, the way the Internet works in general is your Internet service provider provides you with a single uh, Internet address, public Internet address, and that's enough for one device unless you use a router. That's that thing you're connecting to the wall. Maybe it has Wi-Fi in it, too. And it spreads the Internet out to a bunch of other devices. You need it, but it also has a, a security benefit. It's essentially a firewall. So that's what Brian's saying is <clears throat> have a firewall between you and those Internet of Things devices. And in most cases, you do. Some people who are pretty technical who are listening may be poking holes in their firewall, open what we call opening ports, to give... Some Internet of Things devices direct access to the outside world don't. So anyway, people say, I want to run my own web server. That's what that is, is putting a computer in your house, putting it on the Internet without, you know, anything protecting it. And the problem with that is your computer is also inside your house, so it becomes a pathway for bad guys to get into your network. This is what we're trying to prevent. This is the whole thing we're trying to prevent. It's not so much that we're worried about somebody turning on a camera and watching you, although that is a threat. 
But we're also worried about the, a bad guy using a poorly configured or a badly designed internet-connected device in your house as a gateway into your network. And once there, there's you know there's lots of things they can try to do: put malware on your machines, download stuff from your computer, you know, get your tax returns, your social. There's all sorts of things they try to do. Put you know, put ransomware on there. So we really we kind of want to make our uh, internal network private, not just for privacy, <laughs> private for security. There's, there's really two goals here. So. Keep that firewall up. Keep your router going, and and if and don't put your stuff out on the internet. Sometimes I think you get um, you know like the Magic Jack or some of these phone systems, the UMA, and they say you know it'd be really best if you put it right on the internet. Don't, because then it's unprotected. It's a target. Right now, there's if you've properly set up your system, and most people just do this automatically. The router. The Wi-Fi access point is the target. That's the thing visible to the Internet. Now, you want to make sure that's secure. And so that leads to rule number two. Anything that is on the Internet, whether it's inside your house or visible outside the house, you want to change the password on it. The very first thing you want to do is change the default password on your router. All devices come with a built-in password, admin, admin, or something like that the default password. And that's so that when you get the device, you can set it up. But the very first thing you do when you set up a new router, I bet you most of you don't do this, most people don't, or a camera or anything connected to the internet, is change the password to something. You can use a single house password that you use for everything. Then update the firmware. Make sure there's you've got the latest stuff on there. That'll presumably fix any holes. I can go on, but I'm going to give you a link right in the show notes to this article. It's good. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. The Tech Guy Show brought to you by the amazing, revolutionary new Epson EcoTank printers with cartridge printing and years of ink in the box. Go to Epson.com slash EcoTank to learn more. Epson, exceed your vision. Scott Wilkinson's here. He's the home theater guru from avsforum.com. And you've had time now to recover from the Consumer Electronics Show. I sure have. Now, I, before the show, you said you'd learn something. Uh, about a new technology that's very exciting. And then, of course, after the show last week, we talked about it. Micro LED. Only Samsung has it so far. Although I, I didn't realize this, but after a little research, I found that Apple bought a company about four years ago that makes oh, really? micro LEDs. And the, mm. So the question is, will Apple be doing something like this? The rumor was maybe starting with the watch. But see, the watch is exactly the wrong thing because, as I understand it, the size of these micro LEDs is big. The pixels Com- are big. Well, Compared to what you need in a watch, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you wouldn't get any resolution. In a you, you would. The, the no. TV that uh, Samsung showed that was a, a 4K TV was 146 inches. Right. With a, massive. With, a, with a pixel size of uh, a little less than one millimeter. Yeah. So now, now that you've had time to get out mm-hmm. of the reality distortion field that is CBS, <laughs> that's putting it kindly, yes, uh, yes. what do you think? Oh, I, I think this technology is astonishing. It's going to be great. They just have to get um, it smaller. They have to get it a little smaller. That's right. Um, and people have been talking about that. Well, I, they, have I met it, with, they have to cut it at least 
in half if they're going to make if they cut it in half wouldn't they still have a 75 inch tv for four correct but uh, yes correct but and 75 interestingly enough i've been talking with my colleagues this week uh and we're all saying 75 is the new 65 oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear oh dear you know there are a lot of people are bringing out 75 inch tvs and in fact the manufacturers are starting to offer us reviewers hey wouldn't you like to look at a 75 inch now mike uh, mike heiss in the chat room is saying that sony has something called crystal LED. They essentially that micro. Years ago. So that is essentially yes. micro LED. The idea they, is they, here yeah. you have direct view LEDs instead of LEDs being the backlit for your LCD, Correct. which is a shutter technology. You have a you actually have direct view red, green, and blue little teeny weeny 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 LEDs. Yep, yep. yep so yep, Sony, and, Sony's been doing this for a couple of years. Well, they they showed it as uh, a prototype like uh, maybe five years ago, but then they haven't showed it since. Got it. Now they did show last year. They showed a massive micro led display that they called cletus everybody makes that joke it's it's i think it's it stands for C-L-E-D. crystal led yeah. integrated system yeah, yeah. and it's like the samsung one in that it. it's made of tiles uh, these normal re- reasonably sized tiles that have a bunch of little micro leds in them and you just assemble them together in a screen of whatever size you want that was intended more for what's called industrial visualization. So a big company buys one of these things, installs it in their boardroom, and the executives can look at a car full size and say, oh, let's see what it looks like in midnight blue. And let's see what it looks like in you know other colors. And let's see what this part will do if we do this or that. Uh, so it's meant for what's called industrial visualization. It wasn't intended for home theater. Samsung's The Wall, as they call it, uh, is intended for home theater. And it's the first generation. And these LED, these micro LEDs are a little less than one millimeter big, and they're separated by about a millimeter of space. And if you're standing, if you're sitting back at a normal distance, uh, you won't see them. It'll look perfectly smooth. Some people complained or thought they saw the seams between the tiles, right? Because you build, you build it once or twice under very specific conditions. But generally speaking, I didn't, and I was maybe six to ten feet away. So you know, I don't think that's a problem. The problem is, as you noted, getting the size down where it's more appropriate for more homes. And Samsung, in fact, was talking about maybe being able to do a 75-inch version. But what that requires is that the LEDs, the little pixels, become even smaller. Now, to be fair, what we know about technology is stuff becomes smaller fast. Exactly. However, However, I will say this. The process of manufacturing micro led tiles is very very tricky oh, of course uh, yeah there's one there's there's one technique called pick and place where a robot arm comes over and actually picks up tiny little leds and places them in the tile and even at one millimeter that's fiendishly difficult to be that precise and to get smaller and smaller still is going to be even more difficult it doesn't mean it's not going to happen it is going to happen as you point out uh, you know, technology, things always get smaller and better and cheaper. I mean, and, you know, if tw- 20 years ago you would have said, did you know that we'll have chips with 10 nanometer processes? Yes. Nobody would have believed would have it. said, nah, no, no way. way. Really, the story of Silicon Valley c- could almost be said to be the story of shrinkage, <laughs> making, <laughs> making stuff smaller. Yeah. yeah so yeah, so exactly. we know it'll happen. Uh, fascinating. We do. Wow. We wow. do. Absolutely. Yeah. I talked with one of the people, companies I talked with at CES, I just wrote a story about it on AVS Forum, uh, was Nanosys, which they, they are one of the primary companies that uh, deal with quantum dots. Now, quantum dots are nanotechnology, truly microscopic 
spheres of semiconductor material on the nanometer scale. But are they, they used in an LCD system? Or are they? They are. They yeah. are. They're so they're really still used. backlights. They're, they are still backlights. But the guy at Nanosys was telling me that uh, they are looking at the application of applying nano uh, quantum dots to micro LEDs. And that may help get them smaller and smaller while making them also brighter and brighter. Uh, so this is a few years down the line. We were looking at some pretty futuristic stuff. You know what I find but, fascinating? This really – it's really interesting because what you're seeing uh, – there's a great book by a guy named George Gilder, which was written almost 20 years ago now, called Microcosm, which talks mm. about the singular amazing thing. Normally, you know, uh, making s stuff smaller makes it more difficult, more expensive like a watch. Mm -hmm. But it turns out in the digital sphere – there are all these benefits to getting things smaller, lower power, lower heat, more efficiency, and, and, and technology has become very, very good. That's why hard drive densities have gone up. That's why memory mm -hmm. has gone up. That's why your processors have gone so, gotten so fast they could put millions of transistors in. In fact, yep. they're getting to billions of transistors in the same size chip. So this yep. is going to happen. I, I have no, no doubt. And this may be – this actually may end up being – if you say it's a better technology, a huge oh, revolution – in uh, in televisions and how they work. It really is. It really is. I, and this uh, Samsung product is really only the first step uh, for the home use. And, well, and, and it's so not it's not going to be in the home in any practical way this year. In fact, I'd almost say don't get it until this is this, they need to perfect this, right? Well, I mean, it looked pretty darn good to me. Oh no, I know it looks good, but it's 146 inches. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to be super expensive. <laughs> Uh, it's it's for very early adopters who have five a lot years, of extra money. It may be the in case five, that in five years we're all watching micro LED TVs and right. computers and watches and everything else yep. in between. Yep, yep. It's, this is going to be quantum dot micro LED is going to be great for VR goggles, it's fascinating uh, yeah. headsets because it's going to be able to make super Scott high Wilkinson, resolution. I got to run, got to cut you off. AVSForum.com. Yep. Thank you for uh, joining us. Let's keep Better. talking about home theater. It's exciting. It's exciting. More of your calls <laughs> coming up. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Sector, the next sector, the next sector, uh, and. D-band works that way. It would write a one to a sector, then erase it, then a zero to a sector any number of times. You specify the number of times. Theory being, no one's going to ever be able to read this hard drive. You've completely erased it. Solid-state drives don't work the same way because they need to do something called wear leveling. When the cells on a solid-state hard drive get written to too many times, they wear out. So in order to make a solid-state hard drive be as reliable as a spinning drive, and by the way, I want to be clear up front, they are. They had to change how they wrote to them. So they do two things. They over-provision the drive. They give it actually more memory than they, you know, a gigabyte drive might have 1.2 gigabytes. They give it more storage than, uh, than advertised. And they write to the cells in a random way, doing something called wear leveling. They're trying to level out the amount of wear any given cell gets. But that means it's a little more difficult to fully erase a solid-state drive. And in fact... Security experts warn that you can't fully erase a solid-state drive. In other words, it's safe to run D-band against it, but it may not do what you think it's going to do. You can't get all the little bits of information. They're strewn all over the drive in a way that isn't rewritable. So if you even if even a hybrid drive, you're talking about a hybrid drive, which is a popular uh, technology nowadays where they mix solid-state with spinning drives. Even a hybrid drive has some solid-state. There is there's the potential for some data leakage, even with something like D-band running against it. So our advice really, and this is going to be the way most computers will work going forward because they have enough power to do this, is to, before you put anything on a drive, encrypt it. Use the built-in encryption in Windows called BitLocker, in Apple's Mac OS called FileVault. 
And if you use do it from the day one, then even though some data will still be there, it'll be nonsense data. It won't be useful unless you have the decryption key. So that doesn't mean don't use DBAN because it's going to get rid of most of it. But don't assume that DBAN is 100% successful, I guess, is the bottom line on that one. Great question. I, I hope that that makes sense because it's a fairly important uh, concept, something we kind of need to know about that's very different. This is kind of what's happened in computing. Our paradigm, the way we understand how computing works, has drastically changed. And companies really haven't, they don't want to confuse anybody. So they pretend that a solid state drive roughly works the same as a spinning drive. It ain't true. And, and, and even on your phone, by the way, uh, which uses solid state memory exclusively, it's impossible to fully erase it. So, but that's why almost all phones now have encryption by default. Our show today brought to you by Simply Safe. Here's an interesting uh, study. Security systems work. Oh, except we know that there's still a burglary every eight seconds in America. So how do we reconcile those two? Because <laughs> burglars don't give up just because there's a security system. They just go to the house that doesn't have one. Don't let that be your house. You need to protect your house with a brilliant security system. Simply safe. Simply Safe's ridiculously smart. Its sensors protect every point of access to your home. And if a burglar so much as tries to break in, an ear-shattering siren will let them know the police are already on their way. Best of all, Simply Safe's 24-7 monitoring, just $14.99 a month. And they never lock you into a long-term contract. You even get a 60-day money-back guarantee. No reason not to try it. Go with the only home security I trust, Simply Safe. Go to simplysafeleo.com for the home security I recommend. Go to simplysafeleo.com today. Simplysafeleo.com. Antonio, Chico, California. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Hi, Antonio. Hi, thank you for taking my phone call. Um, basically, I signed up for Norton at a business account, and they give you the free Norton. Yeah. And I was wondering, I've heard really good things, and I've heard really bad things. About hey, Norton! So hey, I Norton! I always want to, I think of Jackie Gleason. Hey, Norton! So Norton is not one of my favorites. Okay. Norton, I was in your chat when they said maybe like uh, web brew. No, 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 no. They're all terrible. So here's the deal. Here's the okay. deal. <laughs> uh it is the case in business you probably want to use an antivirus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's different because the business antiviruses work completely different than the consumer antiviruses. You, you remember last couple of weeks we've had all this hoo-ha about Meltdown and Spectre, these chip flaws yes. and the patches and so forth. One thing that Microsoft found is they couldn't patch Windows machines that were running antiviruses because the antiviruses caused blue screens of death if they fixed it. So they, all the antivirus companies had to go out and fix their antivirus before you could get patched. There are many people who will never get patched because they are using unpatched antiviruses. In fact, all you have to do is look at the news over the last couple of years to see antivirus. Norton's one of them. Antivirus allows bad guy into system. Any program you run, potentially, 
we'll give we'll put a security hole in your system. That makes sense, right? Because programs aren't perfect. Any program exactly. you run will put a security hole in your system. Even, in fact, especially a security program, because security programs have to operate at a very low level. And so they, in a way, are an even better conduit. And the bad guys know this, and they so they try to figure out, hmm, let's see, let's find some flaws in Norton, because it's going to give us a gateway into the system. The reason I know, I used to recommend antiviruses, most experts I know, and and I include myself here, no, we no longer recommend antiviruses for consumers. This is not for business; that's a different matter. But for and most antiviruses for business work very differently. You know, they block stuff from coming into the network, things like that. So that Norton at, at your work, that's fine, but it's a it's not the same thing you're going to get at home at all. And the thing okay. you're going to get at home is probably not needed. First of all, Windows 8 and Windows 10 now come with an antivirus. Microsoft puts an antivirus on there. Windows Defender, they call it on Windows 10. It's not perfect. This is my other problem with antiviruses. I have numbers of problems. The other one is an antivirus gives you a false sense of security. Uh, I'll give you an example of the WannaCry malware. You notice it broke through a lot of systems, many systems with antiviruses, even business systems. Only about a third of the antiviruses detected WannaCry. But that means two-thirds of the systems protected by antiviruses were wide open. And the problem I have is the people who ran those antiviruses thought, well, we're safe. We got, a, we got a Norton on here. What could possibly go wrong? So it's a false sense of security you get. So there's two problems. One, antiviruses cause security problems. Add to it. Two, they give you a false sense of security. The final problem is just from my own experience. People call with problems all the time. I can't get on the internet or something's not working. My email, I can't attach an email. And it almost always boils down to an over-aggressive security program. Simple secure, simple antivirus is not so bad. Where it, it, It's not trying to protect you like crazy. It's just scanning. That's what Norton, I mean, Microsoft's Defender does. It's, it's kind of dumb. It's a simple antivirus. Anything called a security suite, stay away from. Because it's really going to cause more problems. It's going to give you you know, all sorts of compatibility issues. It may even block patches like these Spectre meltdown patches. And and that ultimately makes you less secure, not more secure. So my advice, if you're running Windows 8 or Windows 10, is don't do anything. If you're running earlier versions of Windows, you can get Microsoft's antivirus. They call it, used to call it Security Essentials. You go to Microsoft.com slash security underscore essentials. You can install it. It's free. That's all you need. The real secret to security is, I'm, I'm sorry to say, people want a magic bullet. Really, the, se- the secret to security is you. You got to keep your system up to date. You have to make sure you don't accept candy from strangers. In other words, files that somebody offers you or suggests to you. Uh, be very careful about every program. This is a really important thing to understand. Every program you un- install on your system, and I understand you have to install programs and nothing's going to work, but every single thing you put on your system is has the potential to open a hole in your system. So be very judicious about where you get your software, what software you install. Don't click links in email. Don't open email attachments. Don't click links in messenger programs or on social networks like Twitter and Facebook. Bad guys are trying like crazy to get into your system. And the best protection is you just being careful. Okay? All right. Thank you very much. I'm glad you called. and I'm glad you asked the question. Leo Laporte. The Tech Guy. More calls to come. 8888-ASK-LEO. Right after this. Hey, hey, hey. 
How are you today? Leo Laporte here, the tech guy. Time to talk computers, the internet, home theater, digital photography, smartphones, smartwatches, augmented reality, things that talk to you, things you talk to. 8888-ASK-LEO, the phone number. It's pretty clear this 2018 is going to be the the, uh, year of the personal assistant. I guess that's what they're calling them now. Where, you know, the Amazon Echo, you know, where you talk to it and it does stuff. No, coax. Oh, so it's a, it's a dollars and cents issue. They don't well, want to it's do just it. what they do. I mean, yeah, I mean, they just decided not to support it. And that's, you know, it's kind of, there's no reason they can't. It's just not as common. It may cost more. I don't really know. I mean, really, you could also have the same. Well, why don't they just bring fiber right into the house and have a fiber router? That would even be better. But they don't. <laughs> that's when, when, The answer uh, is yeah. they don't do it. Yeah. They could. Okay, so they're, they're telling me I can do 100 up and down on coax or mocha, so I guess that's what I'm going to have to do. 100, you know, let me tell you the truth. <laughs> I have two Internet connections in the house. I have a consumer cable network, which goes to 210 megabits, and I have a business connection, which stops at about 100. And the business one's much more reliable, much more consistent. Really? The, the only reason you want more bandwidth is if you have more devices. Nothing you're doing, watching Netflix, at best, 50. And, and there lies my problem. i got a bunch of adult kids I can't Oh, watch. those damn adult kids. They ruin it every time. <laughs> yeah, they're all wanting to watch Netflix, right? They're, they're, they're each on four devices simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you need more. You're right. <laughs> I don't even know if 150 will be enough. So that's Maybe. that's where you really get into trouble. It's not so much the speed. You know, if at 100 megabits you're as fast as you'd ever need to be, but if you had 50 people using it, it wouldn't be fast enough. Got it. Got it. Hey, Leo, I appreciate the information. Yeah. Now you understand. It's just them. Um, one thing you could go to them and say, look, I'm willing to buy a dev- uh, the box. Why don't you – Why don't you? I'm willing to buy a 150 megabit mocha box or whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. Whatever that device is, why don't you let me buy it, and then, then we can do then we can do this. And they may say, yeah, well, as long as you're buying it, we, we don't mind. It's their implementation. You have to go, you have to, you know, you have to do what they agree to do. Our show today brought to you by 23andMe. What's the most common resolution people make every year? Get healthy and take better care of ourselves, right? We do it every year. Here's Now, I know a lot of you think diet and exercise. What about this? What about a genetic analysis from 23andMe. It can help you improve yourself in ways you never imagined possible. Ready to be the best version of you? A 23andMe Health and Ancestry Report can make a world of difference. Your personal report offers unique insights for understanding your body better. I did it years ago, and I'm getting new insights all the time. Your 23andMe Health and Ancestry Kit includes wellness reports that explain the role your genes, your particular genes, play in your health and well-being, including lifestyle choices to consider, You'll learn how DNA relates to everything from caffeine consumption to lactose intolerance from your muscle composition to your genetic weight. They even show you how your genetic may impact possible risk of diseases. Knowledge is power. and Just knowing can help you guide better lifestyle choices. Understanding your genetics starts when you order your 23andMe Health and Ancestry Kit now. Until January 31st, you'll save 30 bucks at 23andMe.com. That's 23andMe.com. Jose Modesto, Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Hi, Jose. Hello, Leo. What can I do for you? Yeah, I have a question. I have a custom-built uh, 
um, video gig uh, work here for my video editing. And I said, wait to see how can I get the, the latest um, uh, Windows version. It's the, the Fall Creators Update. Uh, we sometimes call it 1709. And Microsoft said this week it's available to all. For, for months, I've said, don't do it if Microsoft doesn't offer it to you. Uh, because Microsoft was checking compatibility and so forth. But weirdly, this week, Microsoft said, no, no, you can. Go ahead. Go get it, even if we don't offer it. So here's what you do. You search for Microsoft. Get it from Microsoft only. Media creation tool. You'll create a USB stick that installs the Fall Creators update. In fact, Microsoft has said, go ahead and do it. Just this week. Your timing is good. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Plenty good geeking. 8888, ask Leo the number. Let's go to Irvine. Adrian's on the line. Hi, Adrian. Hello, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. You you probably heard that a few times. Are you there? Hello? Hey. Hey, how you doing, Leo? I'm good. What's up? I got a... uh... A Samsung Galaxy S6 that my mom's managed to lock herself out of. Oh, no. And she doesn't have signed up on a Google account or a Samsung account, either one. I'm just wondering if there's a way to get it unlocked. So when you say she locked herself out of it, she she put a passcode on it she doesn't remember? Yeah, she did a pattern. Oh, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I've done a pattern and then immediately forgotten it. I mean, you don't remember patterns. Um, let me That's exactly the case. Woke up the next morning, forgot what it was. Yeah. Oh, it was this and this. Oh, the, I can't remember what I did. Um, you can back out of it. Is there anything on the phone that she absolutely has no, like, pictures or something that she has no... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Copy of? Correct. No, so there's stuff on there she doesn't want to lose because, of course, the simplest thing would be to wipe the phone and start over. Uh, 
Yeah, but uh, and it's a little hard to do if you can't get into the phone. You'd have to go through. Let's see. Um, yeah. So the you turn you actually hold the home button and the volume up key, then turn the phone on, and then you hold the volume down key, and then you highlight wipe data factory reset. You press the power key, and then it erases everything. But we don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. We we don't want to do that. So. Um, I'm going to try to think if there's a way to do this without wiping. I mean, in theory, they don't want to give you a way to do that. That's exactly what a bad guy would do, right? So my suspicion is anything that they said that would get you around it without wiping the data would be, in effect, a backdoor and not what they'd want. The whole point of a lock screen security is to keep somebody from getting your phone and then seeing your stuff. Um, However... You don't. She didn't ever created a Samsung account, huh? No. No. Um, it looks like I'll put a link in the show notes because it's a fairly lengthy process. But it looks like there is a way to do it by connecting it to a PC, running Android Device Manager. Okay. Uh, it looks like you can unlock the phone. By connecting it to a PC, running Android Device Manager, I'll put I'll put a link to this article anyway in there. Um, it is, you know, I guess you could still say, well, that's that's a backdoor, but somebody would have to take it to a computer and be sophisticated enough to figure out how to do this. You are, so I'm going to let Adrian do this. Uh, this is an article from TrendBlog.net from last year, and I'll put it at TechGuyLabs.com so that you can uh, you can because it's a number of complicated steps. I don't want to walk through it on the radio. All right. All right, I'll give it a shot. All Appreciate right, it. good luck, Adrian. You're a nice son. This does seem like a flaw, doesn't it? Because <laughs> people forget passwords. But remember, when you hear this, remember uh, how much we complain as security experts about companies that have ways around, you know, password, for, I forgot my password mechanisms. In almost every case, these I forgot my password mechanisms are ways to get around and get your data. You don't want that either. Don't forget your password. It turns out a uh, pattern, which I like, besides not being very memorable, is also not very secure. Might be a better idea to just use digits instead of a pattern and then she can just write on a post-it note and put it somewhere. And if she forgets it, at least she can you know, go home, look in her drawer and find it. I'm, so, I'm sorry that happened to you. That, that's kind of horrible. Our show today brought to you by Simply Safe. As long as we're talking security, let's talk about securing your home with Simply Safe, the simply the smartest way to protect yourself. Burglars, when they see a protected home, they don't take a chance. They don't they just walk on, right? And where do they walk on to? The one house that doesn't have the protection. Don't let that be your house. Get that brilliant smart security system that's really affordable from Simply Safe. Its sensors will protect every point of access to your home. It's easy. They're easy to set up, easy to install. And then, of course, they've got 24-7 monitoring, but they've got it for the best price anywhere. $14.99 a month with no long-term contracts. If a burglar tries to break in, an ear-shattering alarm will let that bad guy know the police are on their way. Yes, yes, yes. With Simply Safe, you even get a 60-day, 60-day money-back guarantee. No reason not to try it. Go to simplysafeleo.com. It's the only home security system I recommend. SimplySafeLeo.com. Easy to install, affordable, effective security. That way the bad guy will go to the next house, right? Simply Safe. Tell your neighbors. You don't want it to be them. They're nice anyway. 
simplysafeleo.com. Doug from Newton, Kansas. Hi, Doug. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Hi, how are you? I'm well. Yeah, glad to hear you're feeling better. Ah, uh, no, that was Scott that wasn't feeling well because he went to oh, he oh, went to CES. I've never I didn't go to CES. I'm fine. Oh, great. <laughs> By the way, one of the reasons I didn't go to CES, everybody gets sick at the, you know you get 180 thousand people together shaking hands, oh, yeah. and coughing on each other. Yeah, yeah, it's like going to a preschool. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, it is. I got a, Just as noisy. I got a, a computer question. Sure. Um, I'm looking to uh, purchase my first all-in-one desktop computer, Windows, Windows 10. Um, I'm guessing unless Windows 11 is around. <laughs> no, there is no Windows 11. You're safe. In fact, Microsoft well, says this is the last version. You know, oh, there's a really? new all-in-one that uh, just came out from HP. And I'm not, I don't normally uh, recommend HP computers. But these, the, the HP has changed their market. They have become really among the best. And they make a couple of all-in-ones that are gorgeous. The HP Envy is interesting because it's one of the big, wide, curved screens. I don't know if you're looking for that. Yeah, no, I'm not. Oh, I, okay. my, needs are, I, my needs are simple, but I want good simple. Yeah. Uh, so then look at the a new Elite HP Elite one. Elite. Elite One. It's an all-in-one. Starts at a thousand. It's fairly affordable, and it is gorgeous. Uh-huh. But it's but they have, in every respect, I think, done a very nice job. My friend Paul Thorat, who's my Windows expert, has one, and he's really yeah. That's fond of my it. that's the top of my price point. Actually, um, I did some looking in your archives, and I saw you looking at uh, HP and or uh, yeah, HP Envy. And, but but it's you know thirteen fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, no, look at the elite one. They started a thousand, and I think a very nicely equipped thousand. But HP has other all in ones, and uh, and people who've listened to me for years will say, "What, Leo? You're recommending an HP? Yeah, this is a, this is not your father's HP." When they split off the enterprise, the new HP PC unit really decided, I think, that they wanted to compete, and they're doing beautiful stuff. I, I think it's as gorgeous as can be. So the Elite One would be the less expensive, but very nice. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road When along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load If you're going to Winnemucca Mac with me, you can ride And so I climbed into the cab and then I settled down inside he asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand, and I said, Listen, Listen I've traveled He's been to every land. land. He's Johnny Jet, our traveling guru. He's been everywhere. Although, you took a week off. You're supposed to be in New York City and Korea this week. And you just blessed it, huh? I sure did. It's nice just to stay home and relax and, you know. You're going to have to change your name to Johnny Stay at Home. Hey, I traveled so much that you know, I think I'm. I think you I earned this. You earned the jet. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Jet is a is really a traveling man. He's one of a kind of a new category of blogger, a travel blogger. One of the one of the absolute best and the best known. And uh, his you find his blog, his website, johnnyjet.com. Great source of information. There's a couple of newsletters. There's uh, all sorts of uh, useful tools for finding better fares. You can follow him on Twitter at Johnny Jet and on Instagram. And uh, and he travels like crazy, but nice that you got to be home with your one year old and your wife. Yes. And, be- and by the way, the weather's been beautiful in Manhattan Beach. So, actually, it's chilly today. Chilly. What is chilly to a Manhattan Beacher? Sixty degrees. 
had a great day. So. People in people in uh, the rest of the country are, are mocking you now, Johnny. I know, but I grew up in Connecticut, so I know it's oh, like you're used cool. to. Yeah, you're used to. Yeah. So uh, Johnny but, joins us to help us travel better through technology, and uh, you've got a, a site for us. I do, but be- before I tell you my app and my website, you know, the big travel news yesterday was that Delta is finally cracking down on fake service dogs and animals. You know, I, was, I, I don't want to say anything because I understand people love their pets. But I, I do too. Haven't you, you know noticed what? that there's at least one or two dogs on every flight now? Well, the problem is it's gone up. They've seen an increase of 84% in, since 2016. Well, sure. People see other people doing it. Yep. There was, there was, there was a dog barking. We were, we were going through security. This dog was barking the whole time. I thought, I hope they're not on my flight. I hope they're not on my flight. Well, uh, I'm these aren't trained. These are – I understand they're, they're branded companion animals, but they're not trained in the way that a seeing-eye dog or some other – and I have a bunch of friends and some of your listeners who have seeing eye dogs, and it's a huge problem for them. And we were on a flight a couple weeks ago where a dog almost bit Jack. He was walking up the aisle yeah. and just snapped at him. So what's been happening? People just buying the vest? <laughs> yep. You go online, and, and you can pay so that way you can avoid the $150 fee. I think the airlines need to lower that fee, first of all. I think that, that will definitely help. I understand. Though, it, if but, you want to bring a pet with you, you don't want them in, in the hold. You have to tranquilize them. You know, they're in a cage. I understand that. that. I understand that, too. But you can't. You know, pass them off as a service animal because it's, well, it's not a service to the real animals. Yeah. So, the, did the rules change that allowed companion animals? Well, it's well, Delta's reinventing it, and I because I know sure there's requirements. They have week, to like let the service. They have to let service animals on. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. service the legitimate one. So now they're going to have to show proof of health, vaccinations, also the letter from the doctor. Um, Delta is you have to do it 48 hours in advance. Delta setting up a service uh, animal support desk. A lot of these dogs are emotional support animals, right? Yeah, but some of them would bring. Sugar gliders, snakes, turkeys. It's <laughs> my emotional support turkey. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it was get, it was getting a little bit like a menagerie. It's starting to get like a like a third world bus ride where you got chickens in the uh, in the rack. Yeah, and sometimes the dogs would go to the bathroom on the plane. And I service know. animals don't are trained not to, and they would yes. have to land make make an emergency landing because it smelled so bad. Oh dear. Oh, that's not good. Anyway, yeah. Let me get you, let me get you some good stuff. So here's my website of the day. Okay. It's called travelspoon.com. I love the name. Does it have to do with eating? Yes, it sure does. Oh. So you're going to love this. I've, I've mentioned similar ones before. So this is where when you're traveling internationally, you can have dinner with a local at their house. They'll, oh. cook, you, they'll cook you a local meal. Oh, I, I, it's not TravelSpoon.com or is it spelled differently? Because I see this. Oh, is, let me just see. This is a different domain. I'll do it. You know what? I'll do it with the Google. The Google's always it's just, good. Since traveling. Traveling. Spoon. Traveling spoon. Traveling. Yeah, traveling. Not travel. Traveling. I thought I said traveling. So- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You did. Yes, you did. I heard you wrong. So, all right. So, <laughs> so this is a meal or cooking class with the, exactly. with the local. With the local. So the, what the best I'm thing is going to be in Osaka this spring. Should I? Oh, look. Yes, they have it. They don't have it everywhere, but they do have it in Japan, and they have it in most major cities, and I'm sure they have it in Osaka. They do. I'm looking it at it. Yeah. Okay, good. Heartwarming Japanese home cooking with a local. 
Yoshika will pick you up in her car at the station and drive you 10 minutes to her home. Join her at a dining table for a meal that will definitely include at least one dashi-based dish. I don't know what that is, such as dashi maki egg roll. Mmm. Yes. She'll take you to the market. You'll go shopping. What a great way to get a sense of a place. A, a place. Much better to eat with somebody who lives there than in the hotel with a bunch of other tourists. I love this idea. Great. And it's actually backed by the one of the founders of uh, Expedia. So they got plenty of money. And we, we always do a tours by local, which is kind of the same idea. But I like the meal idea. I think that's great. Speaking of Japan, by the way, I, I think they still do this. But the tourism board offers a, a, a guide for free. As long as you email them, I think it's 10 or two weeks in advance. Really? 10 days or two weeks in advance. And they will set you up. And I did it once in Osaka. Yeah. And it was amazing. The guy comes out. All you got to do is pay for their transportation, which is like $5 or whatever. And if you go to lunch, you know, pay for their meal. But and you, you know, give, this yeah, guy you give them a tip at the end, I'm sure. No, there's no tipping in Japan. You can't what? Oh yes, yeah, no I, this, is you you this is why you need a local. This is why you need a local. So they can yeah, say, stop offended. it. That's do insulting. Yes, See, you, I didn't know that. You can, you can get them a present. Bring them a present, but do not tip. All right, good to know. So, all right, this is I'll, traveling. I'll, I'll look for that and I'll mention it next traveling week. Travelingspoon.com. And here's my app if we have time. Yeah. All right. So is that it? Was actually Apple's 2017 app of the year. It's called Calm. So maybe you heard of it. C-A-L-M. C-A-L-M. Yeah. Calm.com. Calm. Yes. And it's, I mean, tens of thousands of people rated it in no, iOS and Android. It's so great. I've used it. It's so great. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah, I love Calm. Calm's a so website. Costs, you can put the app on your phone and it's got meditations. It's really nice. Yeah. One of my things for New Year's is like to slow down and be more calm. And yeah. people recommended this. It costs $59 for a year or you can get a 14-day trial or a seven-day trial. But either way, you know, going to, a, to see a shrink is going to cost you a lot more than that. And this is supposed to be... Spot on. Here's 21 days of calm for free. So you get three three weeks then, and okay. you, it's free to sign in. You just you know you just make an account. Yeah, I paid for it though. I love calm, but I love all of those uh, meditating sites because I always think it's one of those things I do on January 1st. You know, I'm this is the year I'm going to meditate. I'm going to keep yeah. a journal. I'm going to exercise every day. I'm going to eat right. None of it. By January 2nd, I'm in front of the TV watching football. Well, it's funny because I wrote about this the first week of the year. And, uh, <laughs> I never do any of that. But I, one yeah. of these days I will do these. Uh, my, my daughter loves uh, Headspace, which is another meditation app that's really good. Okay, but but Calm.com is really good. Yeah, I love Calm.com. Okay, good. Very nice. Very nice. So, Johnny Jet, you make me calm. And you want some tips? We got we have time yeah, for a tip. Got a minute no. for a tip? Sure. All right. So, you know what? This is not tech tip, but if you're in a hotel, I was reading about some housekeepers. They recommend that you lay a towel down on a chair or <laughs> – the seat that you're working in before you because, sit on it. Yes. <laughs> Don't have, have to talk about this? say no more. Say no more. No, we've never talked about it. Okay. I, would, I think you should lay a towel on everything in the hotel. Because they say most, um, well, not most, but many hotel guests just sit there and work naked and there's a lot of brown spots to clean up. Oh after. my God, Johnny, you didn't have to go there. <laughs> and while you're at it, you might throw out the bedspread or at least put it under the bed or something too. Cause who knows what's been going on. Johnnyjet.com. Oh, Johnny, you're the best. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram, visit his website, and we'll see you back here next week for more, more travel tips. You know, I'm sitting on a towel right now. <laughs> Leo Laporte, the tech guy. I have a little box that runs in. Okay. However, I got hacked twice. Within six weeks, and it cost me one hundred and fifty dollars. How, how did you know you got hacked? Okay, something froze. I did the thing I always do. I immediately just got hysterical. <laughs> Computers freeze all the time. That's not hacked. That's normal. No, and it it wouldn't. And then I got somebody on with me, and then it said you will have to go to Yahoo. 
I went to Yahoo page, and of course that was working, and every single one of them went to an 800 number. I knew something was fishy. I didn't go with it when I was getting close to the pitch. All right, so I'm going to stop you right here. You should not be running a Windows computer at all. At all. Okay. Because you're running a Windows computer right bare to the bone, right on the net. Of course you're going to have all sorts of problems. And you don't do anything that needs a general purpose computer. You're not designing rocket ships. No. You're not editing the next major motion picture you're not i mean email writing staying in touch can all be done on a much simpler device that is not hackable how about that i like that very much and not expensive okay what do i get tell me so there's two two ways you could go you could go with an ipad which is tablet only i have one of those i, I would stick, what to do with it i would stick with that now the problem with the ipad is you're going to have to convert your internet to wi-fi because it doesn't have a wired connection not going to happen not going to happen then let's look for you let's look at something called a chromebook it is basically a very simple, highly secure operating system that will let you get your email, let you, if you need to surf the web, you can surf the web. Not hackable. You can connect it directly to that line you have. You might have to get a – when you go by the Chromebook, explain I need an Ethernet adapter and they'll give oh, you – Oh, I know what that is. Yeah, they'll give you a little adapter you can plug into it. Most laptops these days don't have – in fact, you might already have an Ethernet adapter because nowadays laptops don't come with Ethernet ports mostly. So there's just a little USB thing you plug into the USB port. But when you buy the Chromebook, you can explain that and say I need to, I need to direct connect to the Internet. They'll give you an Ethernet adapter. And you'll be golden and you won't ever be hacked again. You won't ever have to go to the Geek Squad again. And it'll do everything your current computer does without any of the problems. And it's a couple hundred bucks. I can do that. I think much, much better for you. And for everybody who doesn't know they need something more powerful. Uh, Two things. I don't want to have something that I have paid for, that I own, that I can't use unless I am at the mercy of someone who will show me what to do. I resent that. I don't blame you. But I think you, you can use a browser now, right? With the browser. I that's do that, it, but I don't know. That's, that's the, the thing internet. you get on the internet with. You can look oh, at a web page. Yeah, I can do yeah. that. That's all you get with the Chromebook. <laughs> so even word processing, anything you want to do, you do all of that in the browser. Um, I'm going to go. I will do that this you week. You can go down to Best Buy, since I know you went to the Geek Squad. You go down there again and say, show me your Chromebooks. And oh, I didn't go anywhere. I called. Oh, they came I'm over. I'm hysterical. I'm immobile, right? Exactly where I am. <laughs> did they come over or did they do it over the phone? No, on the phone. I gave it to them and it took them 28 hours. The where, first time oh, dear. Where did you get the number that you called? Okay. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Yeah. The phone book, yellow oh, pages. that's safe. That's what I did. That's safe. Good job. Because one of the hacks that people often perpetrate is they put a little pop-up on your screen saying, this is Windows. We see you have a problem. Call us. We'll fix it. And what they do is they hack you. So I'm glad you went to the phone book, which is not hackable, oddly enough, and uh, and you're safe. So that's good. That's good news. When I got it back, I'm trying to stay focused. When I got it back, the format was very different, and I was annoyed that I had to Yeah, get a Chromebook. You'll never, you'll never have you know, this problem I want, again. I hate emojis. I really, really do. But the, oh, God, they're obnoxious. But the ones that I had moved. You could throw a kiss or you could write a sentence, let's, let's eat pizza till we barf, because there's somebody eating pizza and then somebody barfing. So it was a quick economy of language. Yeah. I have these disgusting ones. Now they now. really, actually, things are coming out of their mouths. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's uh-huh. called an upgrade. <laughs> they upgraded you. <laughs> no, no. I used to have them. They took them away. I oh, you them. wanted them. Oh, I want it. Well, yeah. when you communicate with a seven-year-old, they think it's they really love it. Funny. If the yeah, and, okay, and, yeah. and the other ones were loving and kind and sweet. I can't promise you that the barfing emoji will be back, but the the Google uh, Chromebook does allow you to use Google Hangouts to message people, and there are animated emojis in there you can use. Here's the thing: until I get it, and I have this gateway with Windows Oy. that updates every time. Oy. I, 
Yeah, every time I brush my teeth, Oy. I come back, and it says, don't do something, something. I want my movable emojis back. I, was I have no idea where they went, Mary. I don't know what they did. I don't know. And I don't even know where you got them in the first place. I'm sorry. That, that's When I opened the computer, they were there, but I didn't discover them until recently. And I'm going to stop wasting time on this. But I also discovered what the things on the bottom. I don't need this. I, I don't want this kind of – I don't need the bells and whistles. Who gave you this laptop? Well, my brother lives on the wet. Like, he didn't he do you any favors, let me tell you. <laughs> no, he didn't. My brother, the doctor, has all of his medical programs where he works on people. And, he's got to do it. That's his business. He's got to do. He's got to right. use Windows. But you're not doing that. No. You have your needs are actually like ninety percent of computer users. They're simple, straightforward. Get a Chromebook. Just remember Chromebook. Yeah, I wrote to, it down. Yeah, go to the Best Buy or whatever store you want to. Most computer stores will sell them. Have them show them to you. Pick one you like. They're very inexpensive. But most importantly, they're very secure. Just remember, you'll need that Ethernet, little Ethernet adapter so that you can use it with your hardwired Internet. Listen, I know you can look it up on your computer, but I can explain entropy. <laughs> I can explain calculus. Windows is actually highly subject, subject to entropy. Entropy hits yes, Windows I, hard. My other... Thing to ask you is um, the center will not hold things fall apart it is it's horrible and so you will understand that at least i am consistent i have a cell phone i don't use it i leave it and everybody knows it's mine why because if i take it out they know the phone wrapped in green bubble wrap is mine <laughs> mary i have to on that note i have to run but thank you get a chromebook and or, or an ipad either one is much safer much simpler and will do everything you want to do without all the hassle Hey, let me talk to the business owner out there right now about Carbonite. I know a lot of you think Carbonite's for home, but no, no. It's the data protection platform for business. High availability solutions, data migration, so you're never locked into any particular cloud. They have cloud and hybrid backup, means you can backup fast and locally, and then to the cloud when the network's not so busy. And their newest solution, Carbonite Endpoint Backup, it's the choice for businesses with multiple locations, multiple user endpoints. It's the only endpoint backup solution with global deduplication of encrypted data. Completely secure, 256-bit AES encryption at rest. But each data set has its own key. Each snippet has its own key, which means you're more secure, and they can dedupe. In fact, they can cover up to 2 million endpoints in a single vault. So your organization, by the way, can have as many vaults as it needs. So it will grow whatever size you need to be. In a public cloud, and a private cloud, on-prem, any combination, their quick cache backs up small data sets locally throughout the day over the LAN, which speeds up restore. Carbonite. It's not just for laptops. It's for phone and tablet, too. Carbonite.com. Learn more about Carbonite Endpoint Backup at Carbonite.com. More of your calls still to come. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Hey, 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 how are you today? Leo Laporte here, the tech guy. Time to talk computers and the internet and all that jazz. You know, anything with a chip in it, home theater, digital photography. We talk about smartphones. We talk about Apple Watches. Uh, We talk about uh, why you shouldn't buy a computer. (laughs) I love Mary's call last hour because, in a way, it's it's, uh, something I've been talking about for some time. When people say, I think I should have a computer... This has changed. I think it's changed, actually. Thank goodness. With the advent of smartphones, a lot of people, uh, their computers are smartphone. And that's for most people, that's probably all they need, right? But, but, but occasionally somebody will say, you know, for the kids, we ought, honey, we ought to have a computer for the kids. Or, uh, boy, how am I going to keep up with the modern world if I don't have my own, my very own computer? And then 
the natural thing is, well, what other people use? What do you, and you look at the office, they're all using maybe Windows machines, maybe Macs, but most likely Windows machines. You, you, you ask your friends, oh, yeah, yeah, I use it, and they tell you, and, and then it's just a default. Well, a, a computer means a, a PC running Windows, or in some minority of cases, a running Mac OS. But in both cases, for many people, that's actually the wrong answer. Those are uh, general purpose operating systems. They're designed, they were designed, you know, decades ago, and they fundamentally haven't changed, to be able to do anything. Anything a computer, a computing device could do, they could do. Even stuff that the inventors hadn't imagined. That's actually the key that they could do. You just have to write a program to do it. And of necessity, a general purpose computer has to be a few things. It has to be open. It has to be a platform that anybody can design software for. It has to be powerful and complex because in order for anybody to do anything, even something the designers didn't imagine, it have to be it has to have a lot of capabilities, a lot of facilities. And, of course, that makes it a very powerful, intriguing, exciting device. And a lot of people who listen to this show and a lot of geeks like me love that. They think that's great. We think, ah, love that idea. And the sky's the limit. I can do anything. You know who else loves that idea? Bad guys, hackers. The sky's the limit. I can do anything. I can put a malicious program on there that will attack other systems. I could put a, I could, oh, I know what I could do. I could write a program that will scramble all the data and then pop up a window that says, pay me money if you ever want to see your data again. I can even do that. Yes. Then we take these devices and we connect them to the outside world. <laughs> and say, come on in, the water's fine. Well, of course we have problems. Of course people like Mary get hacked. Mary's doing one thing that I have even today told people not to do, which is she's connecting directly to the Internet. She's not behind a router. You know, whatever device is connected to the Internet, that's the target for the bad guys. I was just looking at, I have a uh, network-attached storage device that I use both at home and on the road to back up data, to keep track of stuff. I have my own note-taking application and all of that. So that means it is perforce on the Internet. It's got holes opened up so people can attack it. And I check the logs every once in a while. Just the other day, somebody from China tried to log into my device. They're hoping they can figure out how to get into it. Now, if you're going to do this, it is really important that you understand what you're doing, that you know how to secure it. You keep up on security and patches and pay attention to all that stuff. All of the things I, I do and the device I use helps me do that. But you, if, if, if you're Mary, if you're just a normal person, I just want to do email, this suddenly you're crushed by this burden of having to become a computer scientist a computer expert. She doesn't know she needs a router between her and the outside world. She doesn't need one because she only has one computer, but she does need one because it's security. And that's an additional expense. It's additional complexity. She now has to understand networking. You can see how it gets out of control very quickly. Probably you, if you're listening to this show, you have an interest in this stuff. You probably know a lot about it. You say, well, Leo, come on. This is easy. I've never been bit by a bug. Well, good for you. But uh, obviously, uh, there are a lot of people who have. And and obviously, her brother, the doctor, he needs to run Windows because he's got a lot of professional applications he runs. 
So he is embracing both, you know, the computer and the need to become a security expert and networking expert. He's it, maybe he didn't know this, maybe you didn't know this, but when you buy a PC, you're saying that it's not written in the fine print, but you might as well be signing your life away. I will. I promise. I will become a security expert and networking expert. I will complete, completely lock my system down. I will protect myself. And it's not just for you. It's the. It's for the whole ecosystem because one. One infected computer can infect everything. It's really a public health issue. It's 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 more than just you. It's so you in effect are agreeing. When I buy a personal computer, uh, a Windows machine or a Mac or a Linux machine, I am I am agreeing to keep track of this stuff, to pay attention, not just to protect me but everybody else. But Mary doesn't have to do that. She didn't sign up for that. She just wants to get email. Maybe do some banking, check the internet, buy something online. And the, here's the good news. The graybeards, the smart computer people at Google and other and Apple and other companies, understand that computing is not for normal people. And they have put together devices that don't require you to be, become a security guru, that do do the simple things you want to do. You couldn't run a medical practice on it, probably. If what you want is to get email and surf and all that stuff, you can easily do that. From Google, the Chromebooks. And these are really great devices. Very secure, inexpensive, powerful, simple to use, and absolutely locked down. So that's my advice for Mary. to look just like a laptop, just like that gateway laptop, but without any of the flaws. Uh, many people, and she already has an iPad. Many people find the iPad even a better choice. And the iPad wouldn't be a good choice for her if she could also go out. She already has the iPad. Maybe just go out and get a Wi-Fi router to connect to her internet. Because the, the iPad doesn't connect directly to a hardwired line. You have to have Wi-Fi. Maybe that actually would be a simpler solution for her. Not simpler. Cheaper, for sure. Maybe easier. She's got to go to the store and buy a router, though. Become a networking person. She also has to lock down her router because the router has to be locked down too. That's the thing that's sitting on the internet. You got to change the password, make sure you update it regularly, all that stuff. But the iPad itself is secure. You only can get apps from Apple, the Apple Store that Apple's approved. They've gone through for the most part. That works pretty well. Occasionally, stuff leaks through, but for the most part, that works quite well. You can do all the things, most basic computing things. So truthfully, your smartphone is. Probably all you need for most people. Uh, but you want a bigger screen, get an iPad, a bigger screen still, and a keyboard, get a Chromebook. I would say almost all the people who are today buying general purpose operating systems and computers would do better for themselves and for the ecosystem if they just buy either an iPad or a Chromebook. Period. Uh, it, it, now, I, you know, the problem when I say this, geeks go, oh, no, yes, she can do it. I know you can do it. <laughs> she needs a computer. She just needs a better computer. <laughs> well, good. Then you're volunteering to go over and make sure Mary's secure. Visit her once a week. Make sure she's secure and all that stuff. You're, you're saying you'll do that, right? No, you don't. <laughs> uh, let me, I'll do you a favor. Mary, get a Chromebook. Okay, she'll be much happier. And th this is the beauty of it. This, they're they're less expensive than a general purpose computer for the most part. And they're, they they get the job done. They're quite nice. Actually, I think, you know, my, my daughter, who's a college student, she uses a Chromebook. She's very happy with it. My son has a MacBook, but he he's a photographer and a videographer, and he wants to do video editing, photography. If I could get him, you know, 
to do all that stuff on a Chromebook, I'd probably be happier. I wouldn't have to worry about that. But but he needs he needs a full service computer. Okay, fine. If you if but you know that's if you know you need it, get it. But if you don't know, don't. Eighty eight eighty eight. Ask Leo. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. We're gonna go to the phones. Take more of your calls right after this. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. 8888 Ask Leo. Joy, on the line from Santa Cruz. Hi, Joy. Hi, Leo. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a little cold today, but... This is great. We had Mary on, M-E-R-R-Y, and now we have Joy on. Yeah. A happy show. Okay, that's great. I have a question, and it's more of a... uh, It's kind of a weird one. I I signed up for a membership for um, um, this uh, recipe company you know they, they're called chef steps okay yep i'm familiar with them yeah yeah and we were using their we've been using their sous vide but i um can log in on my computer but when i go up to my other computer or my husband's computer even though i'm using the same email and password i can't get into it what, what does it say this is wrong yeah what <laughs> Isn't that weird? I mean, does that mean I can't... Is it, can you log in on any other computer, or is it just your husband's computer, or can you log in only on your computer? You understand the difference? Um, is it only work with your computer, or does it only not work with your husband's computer? Uh, that I don't know, because we don't have a... Try one more. <laughs> Go to the library. I'm oh, just, yeah. I'm, okay. So it, the reason... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I asked that is it, it would it would help me understand what's going wrong. Well, it is it the DNS address? Sure. No, because you you're in the same house, right? Right. So you're on the same router. You're on the same router, so it's unlikely that you have anything different, including the IP address. So it's not like they're saying, "Oh, this is some stranger." It's the same. As far as they're concerned, it's you because uh, yeah. it's the same internet address. So yeah. I uh, that's puzzling to me. It's puzzling to me too. And How do you enter the password? Are you typing it? Yeah. And you're typing it. So it's um, don't tell me the password, obviously. But but when you type it, um, there's, are there odd characters in it or anything? Is it just letters, numbers, and punctuation? It's basically that. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, when I use consistently. And, um, uh, now it's only showing dots when you type it. Yeah. So the one you can't really see what it you can't see. So the one thing I would try, it's possible, for instance. That your husband has num lock or caps lock on or something like that. So, oh. oh, so one thing I would try is go to your husband's computer and don't type it in the field. Type it on the on a word processor or a, a notepad or whatever on the computer. So you make sure it lo- it's exactly right that you're getting what you thought you were getting, okay. and then paste it into the field. Uh-huh. I bet okay. you that'll work. 
That might very well make a difference. Okay. I'll- yeah, just to make sure, because so the process of solving something like this is a process really of it's like Sherlock Holmes narrowing it down. It, it should work on all of our on it any computer I log should. into. It absolutely should. So you're right in thinking it's seeing something different. The, I would go right to the most obvious, which is it's seeing a different email address or password. So make sure your husband's computer is typing in what you think it's typing in. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 paste, yeah, yeah. Paste it into a clear uh, text field and then see what you get. Okay, one other thing I just had to mention. Yes. The the Delta thing with the with their new rules. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Do you know what initiated that? No, this is the companion. They're going to be more strict about companion animals. Yes. Right. People were bringing turkeys. Yes. And snakes. Crazy. And opossums. That is not. That is not a companion animal. No. That is not. It used to be, you know, you had to have it actually trained and you had to have the paperwork and all that stuff. And what happened is that people wanted emotional support animals. But some people ruined it for the rest of us by instead of just doing that, they just wanted to save money on the fee. And so they said, well, no, this is emotion. This is a companion animal, my companion snake. Well, what kind of emotional support does a snake <laughs> I used to raise chickens, you know. Not, I know. They don't help. They make you nervous. Yeah. They're nervous animals. <laughs> This is the world we're in right now where you can't question anybody's sanity belief. Like, no, you can't question this. A turkey makes me feel better. It's not for you to question. I'm glad Delta's doing this. I hope other airlines follow suit. It's getting crazy on a plane these days. Yeah, well, you don't know if people have allergies to the animals. That's not right. Come on, people. Be reasonable. Come on. Animals are barking, pooping, biting. They're not... uh, I love dogs. And I understand a dog lover wants to bring their dog on the plane, but there are other people on there, too. Keep your shoes on while you're at it. That's another... Right, and then just get somebody to take care of your dog or help. Yeah, come on. A dog... It's not good for the dog, either. No, it isn't. No. They can get all kinds of weird things like... Kennel cough and all this other stuff. By the way, um, there is Mars Room in our chat room had a thought. He says turkeys actually can help you sleep, but you have to eat them first. (laughs) Nice to talk to you, Joy. All right, thank you very much. My pleasure. Yeah, give it a try. Otherwise, I'm baffled. (laughs) I'm baffled. Our show today brought to you by Twenty Three and Me. I love. I did Twenty Three and Me a few years ago, and it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. But you, you spit in a little vial, you mail it to them, and they give you a genetic report. And then, as more things are learned, for instance, recently. Last few years, they learned that we all have a little bit of, or some of us have a little Neanderthal in us. So they added a Neanderthal. I am 4%, 4% of my genes are Neanderthal. They only found out in 2010, and they've added that report. I love it so much, I gave it to my mom and my sister. You want to give it to everybody in your family, because then you can compare reports. Your 23andMe Health and Ancestry Kit includes wellness reports. They can explain how your genes play a role in your health, your well-being, and even help you make lifestyle choices that are better. Everything from caffeine consumption to lactose intolerance, muscle composition to genetic weight. It's easy to do. It's fun. And you learn a lot about genetics. Plus, you'll learn more all the time. The 23andMe Genetic Health Reports even show how your genetics may impact the risk of certain diseases. And knowledge is power. Knowing that ahead of time can help you guide better lifestyle choices. Could be your, could be the key to your better self this year. Order your 23andMe Health and Advi- Ancestry Kit, your Health and Ancestry Kit now. Through the end of the month, January 31st, you'll save $30. 23, the number 23andme.com. 23andme.com was founded by, it's an interesting story, little side story here on the 23andme, founded by Ann Wojcicki. The Wojcicki family is fascinating. Ma, I think it was, was it Ann? I'm trying to remember the name. Mom rented a garage some years ago to two young graduate students, Stanford graduate students named Larry Page and Sergey Brin, they were starting this crazy company called Google. 
and they started up in her garage. <laughs> uh, two of them got married. Uh, Susan Wojcicki is now the president of YouTube. <laughs> and I think it's Anne. Is it Anne? I think it's Anne started uh, 23andMe. It's a fa- I mean, talk about Silicon Valley royalty. It's really an interesting story. And it's a great company. I, I did this when they first started and uh, really love it. 8888-ASK-LEO. That's the phone number. Let's go to Nam in Lake Forest, California. Hi, Nam. Hi, Leo. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, good, thanks. Well, being a dad, I'm trying to save money. Uh, they hand me down to my daughter a iPhone 6S, and her charging port didn't work. So, you know, I bought the parts, and I put it in, and everything works, but now her ID touch doesn't work. Uh-huh. And that's Apple. Because they say as soon as you have a third-party modify an iPhone, we can't be sure that it's not been hacked. And we're going to disable the finger. But the, so your only choice is to go to Apple now, Apple any Apple store, and tell them what you did. And they can restore that capability. But they're worried about your security, and that's why they do this. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Shorty and down, good lord Baby got them open all over town Strictly bitch, you don't play around Cover much grounds, got game by the town Getting paid is a forte Each and every day, true play away I can't get her out of my mind I think about the girl all the time East side to the west side Pushing fat rides, it's no surprise She got tricks in the stash I like this Thanks to Michael Cozio, our musical director It's always finding good new stuff, I love it Is this new or old? I... No diggity by Blackstreet That's what my phone says, is that right? <laughs> my phone got it! No diggity Michael Cozio, our musical director Kim Schaffer answering the phones Thank you both for making our show today Back to the phones we go and uh, Bud's on the line from Lolo, Montana. Hello, Bud. Hi, Leo. How are you? Welcome. I'm great. How are you? Thank you. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm, Leo, I have a hearing problem, and I'm speaking to you right now by using a set of earbuds on my iPhone 6. Okay. But my question is, can you recommend a hearing amplifier I can buy over the counter? Yeah, so you've probably, and I wear hearing aids from uh, Starkey, and you probably looked at those. If you go to an audiologist to get tested and then get a quote, you may pass out. Because hearing aids, right. my, my pair cost six thousand dollars. Yes, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. Um, right. So <clears throat> here's the good, in my opinion, and this is opinion, although I think it's backed up by recent events. Uh, that's all about to change because uh, a number of companies are starting to d- design devices that do what you kind of want to do. You remember? <laughs> you might remember Grandpa used to have a thing in his pocket. Right? Yes. Went to a wire in his ear. It looked like a transistor radio, but it was a little microphone. He'd turn it up and down. And, of course, you'd also hear squealing <laughs> feedback. And Grandpa sometimes would go, ow! <laughs> but that's what you're talking about, isn't it? A microphone that would then go into your yes. ears, right? Yes. Um, I'm sure there are ways to do that. I don't know of them. And uh, there are other issues associated with it. Number one, of course, is feedback. What's interesting about modern hearing is one of the reasons they do cost a lot is they're very sophisticated uh, computer-powered devices now. Tiny and I think we're going to see more and more of this. But among other things, I never get <clears throat> feedback because they're smart enough to cancel out incoming noise or the noise of my voice. So they've really improved dramatically. But I was a little disappointed when I got them because they're still tuned to do one thing only, and that's to improve speech recognition. The big problem people have with hearing loss, and I have hearing loss as well from many years as, a, as a DJ, is you can't understand what people are saying, right? You, your family and friends say, Dad, stop saying what? 
<laughs> I remember my dad, who has also severe hearing loss, at one point started saying, you just mumble all the time. And I, <laughs> I knew I wasn't mumbling, but I didn't want to say, dad, it's it's you, you're deaf. Um, he did eventually get hearing aids. And, and anybody who's had a, a, a family member who can't hear very well, you know, it's such a blessing when they get hearing aids. But they are tuned for voice recognition only. And what that means is music doesn't sound better. Uh, in fact, it doesn't help music at all. Uh, and it has kind of a it has kind of a negative. You have to get used to it because you hear you hear stuff in that m- very small mid range of sounds, extra loud. Like all of a sudden, I'm hearing my shoes on the carpet because <laughs> that frequency was right in the voice frequency, and that was being amplified more than even normal. And so those are things that when you first get hearing aids, the audiologist will actually work with you to get used to all of that. You also hear a little bit of your voice coming back. Um, I think that in t- very soon now we're going to start seeing. You know, what's already happening with Apple, with their uh, AirPods, we're seeing uh, this year is going to be the year of wireless headphones. I have a pair of Jabra headphones I love uh, that seal the ear pretty tightly. Very good sound reproduction. Because they're in your ear, they have a heart rate monitor. They monitor oxygen in your blood so they can do a VO2 max testing. They're really cool. There are apps uh, on smartphones that will take the smartphone microphone and pipe it into those earbuds. Exactly what you're talking about. So I'm going to have to look and see because I don't know what the brands are. But just understand there are going to be some issues. You're going to want something in your ear that seals it pretty well so that it doesn't feed back the sound. Uh, you'll have to put the phone somewhere that's not rustly because if it's in a pocket, you're going to hear a lot of you, – you'll be amazed how much rustling you'll hear uh, from your clothing and you know fabric around it. Um, but there, I, there are there certainly are apps to do that on uh, Android. I'm going to check to see if there are any on iOS. You'll have to stay tuned because I have to do a little research because I don't know off the top of my head. I just don't know if these are – uh, the ultimate uh, solution. They'll give you. They'll give you a temporary solution, but then keep your eye peeled because there are a number of up and coming companies um, like Bragi, B R A G I, who I believe, and Apple, frankly, uh, Google maybe too. They have their own wireless earbuds who are about to revolutionize this. And the companies, the high tech hearing aid companies like Starkey, which is in the United States, resound with a Z. Uh, they're going to either follow suit and make less expensive uh, appliances that work in a broader way and then also work with voice assistants. That's another thing you can do with some of these. I can tap my AirPods and talk to Siri. Um, these things, this we call them hearables. And in, in my opinion, this we're about to enter a revolution in hearables. It's not there yet for you. So let me do some research. I'll answer your question uh, on our show notes at techguylabs.com or maybe in the next break. I just have to do a little research to figure out uh, what's out there. But basically, you'll need a pair of wireless. I guess you could use wired earbuds. They should seal pretty well in the ear. So they're pretty tight in the ear. And then an app that you run on the phone, the other thing that's going to do is kill the battery on the phone. So you're going to only get a few hours battery life. But it will use the phone's microphone and will just pump it up into your ear. There's other things you have to get used to. For instance, you're going to hear your voice two ways. And this the same thing happens with hearing aids. You'll hear your voice in your head, but you'll also hear it a millisecond later coming through the headphones. So it's a, almost an echoey sound with your voice. And none of these apps fix that. Hearing aids are a little more sophisticated. They can reduce, they can do echo cancellation. They can reduce that effect. But you'll get, I call it a chorusing effect because it sounds like there's two of you. <laughs> you're not singing, but almost like singing together. And that's one of the sound, side effects you're going to get from things like this. They don't cancel the voice out, so you're going to be getting it through your through your microphone, but also in your head. And that's a little hard to get used to. They work, though. They do the job. I'll find some for you. Our show today brought to you by IT Pro TV. New Year's resolution time, right? Fitness, diet. But I bet you made some professional resolutions. Maybe you want a better job. Maybe you want to get into IT. If you listen to this show, you probably know enough to get into IT. Or maybe you're already in IT and you just want to get a better job, more pay, more interesting job. Well, let me tell you how you can jazz up your resume. IT Pro TV. It's the fun and entertaining way to sharpen your IT skills. With over 3,300 hours of on-demand training, more than 125 hours added every week. You only do it live. You can watch it. You even join their chat room. Their extensive course library at IT Pro TV will help you prepare for the certs 
that you need to get a great job in IT. CISM, CISA, CCNA, CEH, and more. You can stream their courses live or on demand. They've got Chromecast, Roku, Amazon Fire TV apps. They've got Apple, a great Apple TV app. You can watch a course on your computer at itpro.tv. ITPro.tv. Actually, go to ITPro.tv slash Leo. They also have iOS and Android apps. All of that's there. ITPro.tv slash Leo. Join the more than 85,000 ITPro TV members today. We're getting better jobs, better pay, filling much-needed jobs in IT. ITPro.tv slash Leo. Use my name, Leo, as the offer code to try it free for seven days and get 30% off if you decide to buy. 30% off your monthly membership for the lifetime of your active subscription. Friendly training, binge-worthy content, life-changing results. Make your professional resolutions a reality with ITProTV. Go to ITPro.tv slash Leo. Use the code Leo. They also have corporate memberships. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming up in just a little bit, oh, Dick D. Bartolo, Mads Maddest writer. We call him our Gizwiz. He's back from CES. I'm sure he's going to have some crazy gadget. You know, I'm getting uh, in the next couple of days, finally, my Indiegogo, my LED eyelash. Oh, I am going to be so pretty. <laughs> I can't believe I bought this. Leo Laporte, the tech guy to the exhibit. Oh, this is at CES. And the woman was talking. I thought, you know, this is not a bad idea. So first of all, just explain because what the Rove is, the Rove Viva. It goes in your cigarette or accessory port, cigarette lighter in your car, and it adds Amazon's Echo to your car. So you can talk to your car. So what is Uh, Along with two great charging ports. Yeah, and you get two ports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does this do? All right, so uh, First Alert has a system of uh, smoke CO detectors uh, called Safe and Sound, and they they use Wi-Fi so that if there's an emergency in one room, it tells you what the emergency is and what room it's in, but it, it notifies all the other alarms in your house uh, This if they're one-link alarms. And so this woman said, we decided since you already might have these in every room, why not put in Amazon's voice Oh, so that you, you can might play as well. Music. Yeah, you can play you can play music in every room. Since you're putting you, smoke detectors in every room already. Yeah. Brilliant. And then you sit no matter what room you're in, you don't have to run back to where your uh, Echo is. You can just ask in any room the, the questions that you need. Every room can play their own music. I love it. And and since these units are hardwired, it's on all the time. So I think it's it, it's a, a very good idea. And now this is not coming out. I think I think the uh, Amazon version is coming out in the next two months. And then about six months down the road, there will be Google Voice. Uh, if you, if that's the oh, they're hedging their bets, aren't they? <laughs> they're yeah. hedging just their in bets. case, just in case. Yeah. Uh, and then if you don't want any of that, they make a uh, a system without either one of those, and that's about $150. The one, the all-in-one system is $250. Nice. And they've put in a... a We're have more. Echo in everything, aren't we? Every, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to yeah. see more information about this, Dick has a website I should point you to, G-I-Z-W-I-Z dot B-I-Z, Gizwiz dot Biz. Yes, sir. It's kind of nice because Biz rhymes. Did you know? Giz, biz what, rhymes with Gizwiz. You oh, you know, wait a minute. Oh, what, oh, I, oh, I was so clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you go and click the link, uh, uh, the Gizwiz visits the tech guy, you'll find information about this there. But you can also, while you're there, click the link that says, what the heck is it? What is it? And uh, play for a chance to win an autographed copy of Mad Magazine. Just identify a close-up picture of a gadget. Don't worry too much about what it really is. Because there's more mad autographs, mads for the wrong answer than there are for the right answer. Yeah, that's the way life should be. <laughs> All decisions of the judges are final. Gizwiz.biz. While you're there, check out his great podcast. I know you just put out uh, the first one with uh, uh, Chad from CES. You've got another one coming, right? Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we Gizwiz. do. TV for his uh, Gizwiz podcast. If you like junky gadgets, you'll love the Gizwiz. Is that your <laughs> There slogan? you go. I think it is. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Thank you, Dickie D. <laughs> okay, buddy. Take we'll care. See you next week. week. Okay, care. bye. Our show today brought to you by Carbonite. 
I talk so much about Carbonite, and I think we probably gave you a, a little bit of a uh, misimpression uh, because I've talked for years, like a decade, about Carbonite for home use. But, you know, Carbonite, especially over the last few years, they've really evolved into the business data protection expert. I don't even say backup anymore. Protect your data. In business, it's everything. It is the business. And Carbonite's high availability solutions, for instance, get you back up and running in seconds. Data migration services mean you don't have to be tied to any particular cloud. You can have... Your servers anywhere. Cloud and hybrid backup means you can backup fast locally and to the cloud. And their newest solution, Carbonite Endpoint Backup, for businesses that have more than one location and need hybrid backup and archiving that safeguards data at user endpoints without overtaxing network resources. Uh, it's the only endpoint backup featuring global deduplication of encrypted data. And of course, it's encrypted 256 bit AES encryption. Each data set has its own encryption key. Each snippet of every file has its own encryption key. That means it's not only safer, it means it can dedupe it, and you can cover up to 2 million endpoints in one vault. And, of course, you can have as many vaults as your organization needs. As you grow, Carbonite grows with you. Carbonite Endpoint Backup also offers maximum flexibility in the public cloud and a private cloud on-premises or any combination of the above. And their quick cache tool backs up small data sets locally throughout the day over the land, which speeds things up as much as 1,000%. Not just for laptops, too. Phone and tablet backup is easy for IT and end users. Learn more about Carbonite Endpoint Backup at Carbonite.com. Carbonite.com. I think i got time for one more. Let's say hi to Nikki in Burbank. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Leo. I am thrilled to get you on. What can I do for you today? Well, uh, I called a year ago, and you recommended uh, the Chromebook. Uh oh I hope it's working out for you. <laughs> yes and no. Um, I, I, was, I was the naughty little devil that got fed up with the, the fry salesman yes. and screenshotted the, the screen and left the photo open so none of the <laughs> – nothing would work. So it looked like icons, but it wasn't. It was just a picture of icons. Exactly. Oh, you are bad. Um, <laughs> so so I, I went ahead and got the Chromebook, and it, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, it's just it is proof. It's none of the – No security. It's reliable. But I hear a butt um, coming. What's the problem? Yeah. So the main account that it's logged into to even open the machine at all, um, it's crashing now. As soon as it logs me in, it crashes and boots me back out. Oh. And it does that again and again and again. I now, think I think it, this is why you're going to be glad you got a PowerBook. Because if this were a Windows machine, I'd be going through all sorts of stuff for you. But as you may know, Chromebooks have something called Power Wash. Do you exactly. Know? So you don't have to log in to do Power Wash. It's in the settings. But you can actually do it before you log in. Do you, have you tried this yet? I have not because my all my files are saved within that account. I'm using a different Gmail account. Doesn't matter. But Doesn't matter. They're not saved on the computer. They're saved on the cloud. So you can log in with any account you want, and your data right. will all be safe. Yeah, because unless you did, and it's very hard to do this on a Chromebook. They don't come with much storage because the point is not they're to. On the, they're on the hard drive, which is only 16 gigs. So how do you know they're on the hard drive? Because that's where I save them to. Okay, you didn't. You weren't using Google Drive or anything like that. No. Okay, so that only gives me one gig, so I, I only backed up a very. No, it gives you a terabyte, not a gig. It gives you one thousand gigs. Um. Yeah. It's on start, drive, I... Yeah, it's and you get one hundred fifty gigs just for for getting a Chromebook. So in any event, okay. one one gig, you're right, wouldn't be nearly enough. Uh, but that's why they give you 100 gigs or 150 gigs when you buy a Chromebook. It's got to be my hard drives are on because it's getting it's down to 1.1 gig, and I was starting to export them. And that's probably why it's crashing. Uh, that's a little bit more tricksy because they don't, you know, the power wash will wipe it all out. Right, exactly. That's why I haven't done it. Yeah, and the power wash you could do from the home screen very easily, but uh, let's not do that. Um, have you tried other Google accounts to log in? 
Yeah, I'm in one right now. Um, I see. So it's just that one. Yeah, yeah. Won't, you won't be able to see the stuff. So right. it, you won't be able to see uh, the stuff unless you log into the account that created it. And you say you it crashes when you do that. Yep, it kicks me. It just goes to a black screen and kicks me back out, and then it'll reboot, and I log in again. Hang, hang on, because I'm out of time, but, I'm, but I want to see if I can help you. So hang on the line, and I'll uh, help you off the air. Uh, and maybe the chat room has some suggestions. There must be a recovery solution here. We'll look into it. Hey, thanks for joining me. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Have a great geek week. We'll see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.